morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're continuing our study through the book of Psalms, five chapters a day. And we come to Psalms, one, uh, excuse me, not 106, but 96 through 100. 96 through 100 today, that is the five chapters that we're reading. I hope that you're enjoying this reading through the book of Psalms. But today we're going to be doing something just a little bit different with this, at least a little bit different than what we've done in, in the days and weeks before, and that is that we're going to be going through three chapters of Psalms today. You know, we've done quite a few days of two chapters, some days of one chapter, but we're going to be reading three chapters today, Uh, but we're not going to be odd about it. We're going to keep it even. We're going to be going 96, 98, and 100 today. Uh, So if you're listening in, that means you got to make sure that you read 97 and 99. Uh, But if you'd follow along as I read Psalm 96, Psalm 98, and Psalm 100, uh, that would be great. But before I start reading, I got to remember to do this. I'm not very good at remembering to do it. Uh, remember to check out shoutsofgrace.substack.com. Once again, that's shoutsofgrace.substack.com or, uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, I think is where it is. Might be some other places. I'm not very good at going and doing that, but somebody challenged me to do it. Uh, so I'm going to try to do that and to make sure to get that into each episode. If I don't get it into an episode, comment on the episode because that helped me remember to do that the next day. But anyway, let's read Psalm 96, 98, and 100. And it says this starting in 96, verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples, for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field be joyful in all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord, for he is coming coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. Then it says in Psalm 98, O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with harp, with a harp and with the sound of psalm, with trumpets and the sound of of a horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord the King. Let the sea roar and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. 
Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth with righteousness. He shall judge the world and the people with equity. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Now, I I picked these three psalms because I really think that they kind of Uh, flow together and build on one another. It starts off, of course, here each of them have a similar verse 1. It starts off 96.1. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Now we see a really similar start to that in Psalm 98 verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained the victory. Then in Psalm 100, it says this in verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. We see here this idea of entering into each one of these psalms with worship. With worship. You need to be singing to your God. You need to be shouting to your God. It needs to be a joyful shout, but you need to be entering into worship. You need to be entering into worship. And this is incredible because it's a command for all the earth in verse 1 of Psalm 96. It's a command for all you lands. That's everywhere in Psalm 100. And of course, it gives us a reason why in Psalm 98, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. You, you know, one of the things I want us to remember and something that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind is that God is victorious. We serve a victorious God. Jesus was victorious over death and hell and sin. He's victorious. You know, God is not one who who is losing. He's not even one who's struggling. And so many times, I think we forget this as Christians. So many times, I think that we forget what grace empowers us to do. You, you, you know, this is uh, this podcast is called Shouts of Grace. Shouts of Grace. Well, what does grace do in our life? It enables us to overcome sin, to overcome the power and the dominion of sin in our life, that, that it holds us under a sway. You can choose righteousness. You can overcome evil with good in your life. I think that so many times Christians forget that, that you can walk in victory because he has done marvelous things and in his right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. God has gained himself the victory and we can walk in that victory because once grace comes into our life, we are children of God. Isn't that awesome? So therefore, worship him worship him. It also says in Psalm 96, verses 2 and 3, sing to the Lord, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. 
You know, every day we should be looking for opportunities to share the gospel, to share the good news of God, of what Jesus Christ has done for them with others. We should be looking to do that day to day, not just once in a while, not not just after you hear a real convicting message on Sunday, but day to day. It should become a daily habit to share the gospel with people. And then in verse 3, it says, Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all the peoples. You know, when God does something in your life, we shouldn't hide it. We shouldn't hide it under a bushel. We shouldn't go and, 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 you know, put it under a basket. We should go and we should shout it out. We should let people know what God has done in our life. When there are testimonies that God has brought you through something, tell other people about it. That's what you ought to do. Give that testimony. Give that testimony. And, and, you know, this is really a good blueprint as to how to worship God on a daily basis. Yes, we should sing. We should get alone with God. We we should go and and come into a worshipful state with God, right? Sing unto the Lord a new song, all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. We should definitely be coming in and singing adoration and praise to the name of God. But then we should also worship him by proclaiming his good news and his salvation every day, faithfully proclaiming it. And then we should also be doing it by declaring among the nations. It doesn't get more uh, bold and more of the public square than that than to do it in the nations. But we should be doing this, all the testimonies and all the wonders that God has done among all people. Isn't that incredible to think about? Well, Psalm 98 It kind of continues to build on this. We know that he comes and and he gives victory is what it tells us, that he has gained the victory in in verse 1. But then it continues on. It says, the Lord has made known his salvation. Doesn't that sound similar to what we just read? He's made known his salvation. We're to do it, make it known day to day. We're to declare it day to day. But he has made known his salvation. His righteousness he has revealed in the sight of all nations. Well, now, wait a minute here. He just said that we should go and declare the wonders in all nations, uh, is what he's, or his glory among all nations, excuse me, and the wonders among all people. And here we see that he has revealed, uh, he's revealed righteousness. His righteousness has been revealed in the sight of all nations. Now, that's a, a very important thing to go and to understand. Uh, because it means that every nation has an obligation that they can't claim an ignorance, but they have an obligation to uphold God's moral law because God has declared it. So if we're going to go and say, look, a nation doesn't have to have righteous, godly laws, then we're either saying that God hasn't declared his righteousness among the nations, or we're saying that God declared his righteousness among the nations for no reason. And God did it without purpose, but we know he did it with purpose, and we know he didn't lie. This means that all nations can go and see his moral law, and that means that they need to uphold that moral law. But then it goes and it says in verse 3, He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness in the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth, break forth in song, rejoice and sing in praises. And I really want to focus in there on verse four, shout joyfully to all, to the Lord, all the earth, break forth in song and rejoice and sing praises. Why? Because like I said, I feel like these three Psalms really build on each other because how does Psalm 100 start off? 
Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Don't you see how all these three Psalms are building on each other, are connected to one another? God is really in a short amount of scripture. That's why I'm really hoping you're reading those five chapters a day. In a short amount of scriptures, in these five chapters, he's really driving some points home. And it is that we need to be worshipful, that we need to be declaring his salvation, that we need to be active among the nations and revealing his glory and upholding his righteousness. And now we see here that we need to be making a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. You know, what is something that we can learn from a shout? What, what is something of the characteristics or the qualities of a shout? Well, a shout, first of all, it's loud. Second of all, it gets people's attention. Have you ever been in Walmart before when a, a, a three-year-old kid goes and throws a temper tantrum and they're shouting at the top of their lungs because their parents won't let them get that toy or that candy bar? Don't worry, it's it's happened to all of us. We, we all understand that. I mean, I, I remember when my parents wouldn't give me a toy or candy. Oh, you were thinking as a parent. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened to everybody too as a parent. But we, we look at this concept. It is something that it draws attention. Your life should be shouting something. In fact, your life does shout something. Everybody's life shouts something. The question is, is what is your life drawing attention to? What is your life saying loudly? Well, it should be to the Lord is what you should be drawing attention to. It should be pointing people to the Lord. Is that what your life draws other people's attentions to? attention to? Is that what your life is, is loudly proclaiming is the Lord? Look at the Lord. I hope so. If it is, then you're going to understand the second verse where it says, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing. You know, God wants us to approach him in a certain way. And one of these ways is singing. We're going to see another way here in just a moment. But we also need to serve him with gladness. You shouldn't serve the Lord begrudgingly. You should be glad to serve the Lord. Your attitude matters. And you should have gladness. You should have joy in serving Jesus. And verse 3 continues on. It says, Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. With your mind, do you know your place? Do you know your place? Well, if you're making a joyful shout to the Lord, you'll know your place and you will serve him with gladness. It does mean you'll also come before his presence with singing. But if your life isn't shouting to the Lord, drawing other people's attention to the Lord, make no doubt about it, it means that you're not going to be serving with gladness. Because when you're not serving with gladness, how are you serving? Well, it's either that you're not serving or you're not serving with gladness. You're lacking that gladness. And if you're lacking that gladness, it means that you've replaced gladness with grumbling. And what does grumbling do? Well, it draws attention either to your circumstances or to yourself. So therefore, you're not shouting with your life the Lord. And if you're shouting with your life, the Lord, then you're knowing your place. That he is God, that he made us, and that we are the sheep of his pasture. He's the boss. 
Like I said here, we're going to find another way to come before God that we're commanded. It's not just with singing, but it says in verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know, when we come to worship God, you should be singing to God. That's that's why we sing at church is because we're to come into his presence with singing. And we certainly hope that God shows up at church because if he doesn't show up at church, I, I don't know why we should show up for church. And certainly if he shows up for church, you don't want to miss it. I'm glad to go to a church that God does show up, that his presence is there. So therefore, that's why we sing at church. But it's not just that we should sing. It's that you should come with thanksgiving and praise. You should come with thanksgiving and praise and you should bless his name. These are the ways that we should be entering into the presence of God. When you go to church and you go to worship, can you say that you're truly being thankful, that you're truly praising him and that you're actually singing before God? Because if not, you're not obeying Psalm 100. You're blatantly disobeying. Verse 5, it finishes this up. It gives us the why. The Lord is good. Don't ever forget the goodness of God. What he has done in your life, just imagine where you would be without God. But also his mercy is everlasting. You know, there is so much judgment that we deserve in our life, that God holds that back. It's an everlasting mercy for those who come to him. And his truth, it endures to all generations. You know, the same things that were true yesterday and 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, they're true today and they'll be true tomorrow and they'll be true 100 years from now and they'll be true 1,000 years from now. That's the reality of it. Jesus is always and has always been and will always be the only way of salvation. Sin has always been sin and breaking God's holy law. And it will always be defined that way. The only remedy is through Jesus Christ and the sacrifice that he made on the cross. It's an enduring truth. We need to remember that. We need to look to that. And that needs to be our why as to why we make a joyful shout to the Lord. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And while we trust in Jesus, sometimes he leaves us waiting for his hand to move. Oh, but even in darkness, we hold to the promise. There's nothing we can't overcome.